The Commission for Gender Equality has finally met with a number of parties concerning the forced sterilization of HIV-positive women in South Africa. Earlier this year, the Commission issued a report on how 48 HIV-positive women were forced to sign consent forms under the guise that they were approving a caesarean section, while others were forced into sterilization by doctors and nurses who used their limited knowledge on the virus to pressure them into the procedure. The gross human rights and medical ethics violations allegedly took place in 15 public health facilities with five hospitals implicated in Gauding alone. On the line, I'm now joined by Dr. Tlaleng Mofukeng from the Commission for Gender Equality. Now, Doctor, on the 24th of February, the Commission launched an investigative report on forced sterilization. This report was born out of the complaint that the Women's Legal Center lodged with the Commission on behalf of Her Rights Initiative and the International Community of Women Living with HIV. We do know that the report made findings and recommendations to the National Department of Health, the Health Professions Council of South Africa and the South African Nursing Council. Are these recommendations being implemented? Um, yeah, so the implementations had a timeline. Um, we had given the department initially three months from mm-hmm. the release of the report to engage with us and give us a progress report. And um, at the same time, unfortunately, that's when the COVID pandemic um, was um, happening in the country. And so the ministry was distracted on that regard. We have had some few progress reports from them, and the latest meeting we had with them was in November. Mm-hmm. Um, where they have given us some progress in terms of some of the recommendations. And as things stand, um, as the CGE, we are quite guarded in terms of, of being optimistic, but we are acknowledging the fact that there is work being done on some of those recommendations. Are you perhaps able to go into detail on some of these recommendations that have thus far been implemented? So far, um, the HPCSA, you know, has re- responded to CGE requesting more time and, and to deliberate internally to decide how to respond. The National Department of Health um, has gone back into their own records mm. as they were part of this investigation on the facility visits at some point, And they have gone back, you know, to meet their own legal team and look at the as our own recommendations. They've also taken a step further to go in and find out more information um, regarding how they store and record patient files as well as go through some of those files of some of the women that were involved. Mm-hmm. The other issue is that, remember, when people do um, you know, uh, complaints, when they issue complaints to the CGE, we do um, make sure that we protect their confidentiality and privacy and identity. Mm-hmm. And in this case, for the department to go ahead on some of the issues, they had requested um, some, some information on the women. So we then had to go back um, to the complainants to get permission in order to, to, to share some of their information and get an undertaking from the department that will respect confidentiality and privacy at all times. And I think that is part of ensuring that our report um, you know, meets the legal requirements, um, as, as we all know that um, a Chapter 9 institution is very, very important um, mm. in terms of protection of rights. And how have the victims described this issue? And do you perhaps know whether um, what steps they're going to take going forward? So based on the Commission for Gender Equality's report, um, they had um, indicated even during the complaint um, and then the investigation phase Mm. that they would like a meeting with the department um, to be facilitated. At the moment, they still feel very unheard and very unseen, and their pain and the negligence and the abuse they have experienced is still not being 
um, acknowledged by the department. Um, there has still not been an apology issued. And I need to remind the listeners that the issues that the CGE, you know, pronounced on in terms of um, forced and co-westerialization, mm. the United Nations has, um, you know, defined what happened to those women as um, inhumane, degrading, cruel. And based on that alone, um, you know, these women do, um, you know, have a legitimate um, expectation for the department to apologize. Like with any other citizen in this country, whether or not their their complaint gets to the CGE or not, Mm -hmm. people do have a legal right to seek justice through the court system. And that's. That process is still open um, to the complainants. There is an sh- issue, though, of the Prescription Act, which um, you know gives certain limitations in terms of time about how long one can wait until they go to the court to seek re- redress in a case of a medical issue. But with all of those said and done, um, the issue of of, of women and at least the option is still there for them to pursue this through a legal court because the CGE is not mandated to take up court proceedings on behalf of complainants. And Dr. Mufukeng, we also understand that there are now growing concerns that the crime of forced stellarization was more widespread than initially thought. So it is a human rights violation. I think we have to be very, very um, specific and, and clear with the terminology. At this stage, um, the CGE report did not do a criminal investigation. We did an investigation to see if human rights were abused or violated. And the CGE has found that human rights were abused and violated. And those are medical negligence cases. If you look at the code of conduct and the ethics and the responsibilities of doctors and nurses involved, what's important um, is to also remember that our constitution does recognize the right to bodily autonomy, Uh, dignity and to make decisions about one's reproductive health and fertility. So we know that these grounds um, already exist in international human rights law and and these women's rights were um, violated and their future fertility was impacted because of the of of the um, you know of what the experience um, that they that they had in those clinics. And some of them unfortunately have even died, you know, Mm. without ever having um, justice or having their issue redressed in any way. And that was Dr. Tlaying Mofokeng from the Commission for Gender Equality, confirming that there are now growing concerns that the crime of forced sterilization is more widespread than initially thought.